As for our main topic tonight, an investor for Disney has suggested that Black Widow be moved to the Disney Plus streaming network. Kevin Feige says, heck we will, over my dead body. There, we've already hit our main topic at the very beginning of the show before the intro has even ran. I don't want to hear anyone ask, have y'all talked about Black Widow yet? Yeah, we have. Anyways, let's roll this show. Let's go. What's going on everybody? It is Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. That means it is time for the tagline. We are the Cinefanatics. My name is Robert Adams. My name is Tired as Mess. <laughs> this is a usual Tuesday night for us, as you can tell. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? This is, uh, this is fantastic. We got a huge mess of movie news to talk about, and it's not about just movies being pushed back. Did you just say the word mess because I said the word mess? Did you say mess? I said mess. Did you say Tired as Mess? My name is Chris Adams. Oh, so I, I'm I'm guess I'm kind of one of those like my wit is only as good as repeating the last word I just heard. <laughs> so herd of cattle, anyways. <laughs> you got nothing. Fantastic, great banter tonight. This is the show we're in for, guys. Um, the joke there was, if I said nothing, how is your wit? Good point. <laughs> Uh, so how is everyone doing tonight? Uh, looks like we got Vernon Green in the chat saying good evening, everyone. Good evening, Vernon. Uh, welcome to the tagline. There's a lot of great things to talk about tonight, and I have no clue what any of them are. Uh, I would like to take a moment and just note that we've had 32 of these bad boys. Is this 32? This is number 32. Yeah. Uh, so we are 20 tagline episodes away from doing this for a full year. Wow. What? Yeah, so essentially 20 more weeks of tagline unless we skip another week or two like we've done like twice. Which, yeah, I mean, it's possible given circumstances. Yeah. It could happen again. <laughs> hey, it could happen. <laughs> At least a few more times. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, how are you doing tonight? How's your week been? <clears throat> Last week, great. Been feeling pretty good. Today? Not so good. Kind of, kind of off today, but such is life right now. You know, I did forget something to add to this. <laughs> Great, mention it while we're live. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I mean, that's that's how things go. Uh, let me see if I got. Get to you telling people how you are while I check on this. Uh, for the most part, I'm I'm okay. I just today, just super tired for some reason. Uh, it took today off from doing any kind of work, so it's weird that I'm this level of tired. Typically, you know, I understand if you do nothing with your day, there is a certain level of tired that you hit just by being quote-unquote sloth. Baby uh, Ruth? Yeah, exactly. Uh, however, this is a different kind of tired because this is like a mental fog tired that I shouldn't I shouldn't be in. And I think it's just connected with literally everything that I'm still dealing with. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had that. Those are like where you, like, you feel like, drunk without the fun of the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Like your head, like you went swimming, but you didn't go swimming. Yeah, I mean, luckily it wasn't paired with any dizziness. So that's, uh, if we want to look on the silver lining to it all, the, there's no dizziness. I'm perfectly fine right now. Head stable, good to go. But it's it's still a pain when it's like, oh, I don't have any energy at all. Yeah. Luckily, 
was able to down a little bit of an energy drink to kind of psych myself up. up, psych myself up for this show. And yeah. I feel like I'm doing pretty well right now. So. Yeah. Uh, so the thing I forgot, I can't find it. It's on a hard drive that's not connected to a computer, so I'm going to ignore it. I uh, will mention it in a little bit, but I'm going to ignore the image that I had for it. Nice. Uh, so nice. Uh, as for me, uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, I have actually, and I'll, I'll touch upon this some more in some other way. Uh, I've been told that one of my like major issues that I don't do, I'm one of those people that I like a lot of people come to me for advice. Oh, it's getting real now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sit back. I'm going to lay on the couch here. And how does that make you feel? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I am <laughs> one of those people that like a lot of people come to for advice Why? or I don't know. Because <laughs> I know a lot. Apparently I don't know, but, uh, like I'm apparently a comforting person and one of the issues that I have is like really telling people when I need comforting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get that. Yeah. So for example, you've known this for a while cause you see me, we live together. Uh, the cat that's meowing right she, now she has, has also seen this. She has no problem telling you that she needs comforting. No, she's saying she needs food and you literally probably just the little her. laser light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, the thing that I feel like that's been an issue lately is depression. Mm. It's been huge. Uh, it like literally, I'm like on my days off, I've done nothing but just like stare at my computer all day, trying to work on something, maybe watch a movie, yeah. and then when the camera turns on, say if we're doing a showdown replay that night, hi, how's everyone doing? I'm awake. So yep. apparently, I need to work on being a little more. Uh, Hey guys, not feeling too well. Someone want to make me smile? That'd be cool. Anyway, so uh, I will be elaborating on this. I want to try to do some uh, a couple. I've mentioned it before. This is part of that depression is going back with uh, vlogging. Yeah, uh, I've got some great ideas for some vlogs I want to do. It's just physically getting my butt up to go make them and film them and shoot them and. There's. There's probably something therapeutic in that too. So yeah. I think it's one of those situations. I mean, here's the thing with depression is no matter what you do, it's it's always there. It's always looming over. So there's the argument that if you get up and you just do something and you have a good experience with it, that you're more inclined to want to do it again. That's not necessarily true. No. Uh, also it, the fact that I deal with like really bad ADD or ADHD, whatever the DSM-5 wants to call it nowadays. But uh, who? The DSM-5, it's the official book of uh, essentially like mental disorders. I don't know if that's a safe way to say it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah it's, it's an official book of like everything, official terms. And yeah, ADHD, ADD is a part of that. Oh. Uh, so that doesn't help because I'm like, I can't focus on what I need to be focusing on. And because I can't focus on that, then that doesn't help either. It's a lot of fun, y'all. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with this constantly, so I know I'm not the only one. But, yeah, the the number one yeah. thing that I've heard over and over again is I just need to talk about it and therefore bring it up. So uh, those of y'all in the chat already, like Vernon saying, I feel you there, Robert. Uh, Garth is saying depression is an immortal beast that you constantly fight and try to defeat, but it rises up again and again. Absolutely. Like there, you could you could win one day and then the next day just pff, nope, that ain't happening. So uh, that's what I'm dealing with. Anyways, uh, moving on to a more happier note. <laughs> um, 
because I actually do like this. I'm actually having fun doing this. Uh, guys, let's uh, quickly mention, as all uh, YouTubers do, especially when they're doing live stream, is we do accept monies. Um, you can do that by hitting up the streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics or the super chat if you so choose. We do prefer the streamlabs uh, because they take less money than YouTube does. A whole lot less. A whole lot less. Uh, YouTube takes like 33% of whatever you put in the super chat, so at least a third of the money that you send in we don't get. Yeah. We recommend Streamlabs. Absolutely. So if y'all have any questions, comments, anything y'all want to say, do. If you feel like attaching some uh, some numeros on there, feel free to do it that way. Yeah. Um, so we got Alex Shawshank. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Garth is saying I struggle with hey, bipolar. Hey, dis- hey. Yeah. Great time for you to do that. <laughs> I'm reading Garth's comment. <laughs> well, I was... Responding to one of the other comments, you just decided to roll on. We're you, swinging with emotional shifts that was, here. <laughs> that was on you. You decided to roll on, and I hadn't commented anything yet. Um, so, so I struggled with bipolar disorder for 45 years, mostly deep depression with some manic spikes in it. Yeah, I mean that that's hard to live through. Um, like I, I I feel my heart goes out to anyone having to deal with this because it's not fun. Uh, and then depending on what. I just fed you. We're doing a show, Cat. We're doing Come a on. Show. This isn't the Lola Kitty hour. Although, did you see uh, Binging with Babish today? Oh, again, I like cooking, but did you see Binging with Babish today? No, don't. Would you not move the camera? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was doing an episode uh, thanking everyone for like 8 million subscribers. I can't oh, wait to yeah. do that sometime. Uh, he made like this like spicy Bloody Mary from uh, the regular show. Uh, which I've never seen, but it looks awesome. Uh, and he was showing off like his setup, like how his filming and everything is, and including a part of that was uh, a new addition to his household was a little kitten that was at his doorstep. Oh, nice! So cute. Oh. I like I like I don't care if you cook food today. I just want to watch your kitten. My heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I saw another kitty today. I didn't bring that kitty cat home. Freaking You're still fine. Jealous box over yeah, there. I know. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> Vernon, on a positive note, we all woke up this morning. That yeah, is a true I, fact. I don't know if that's positive. I like staying asleep. I no. really like sleeping. It's fun. Being awake is required to progress in life. Um, no, that's a true fact. That's a good, always a good point to look on the uh, the bright side. <laughs> the swing from hey 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 to my comment is a good take on the swings from Heisel. I was kind of thinking that, but like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, anyways, uh, oh yeah. And Patreon, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Join our Patreon. Uh, this is the thing that I forgot. Uh, this coming Saturday, we're doing a watch along, uh, for the evil dead. If you are at the $5 on up tier, you will be able to come watch the evil dead with us. So it won't be it won't be with him, because nope. he's gonna be completely off camera, kind of like he is right now, with the exception of his shoulder. But whatever. Uh, it's gonna be me and Andres, the Ghost Galagos from uh, Schmodown. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, horror movies. I could talk about it all day. Apparently, so can Andres. So th- I could talk about it for the this exact amount of time. Moving on. Um, <laughs> what do we got? Anyways, next? so that's what we're doing this uh, this Saturday. So join patreon.com slash cinefanatics. $5 tier on up will get you that. Oh, if yeah. nothing else, at least join the $1 tier. Uh, we've got changes coming to that. Uh, I want to try to start like rolling out a lot of these changes. Hopefully within the next month. I don't want to tie myself down to an exact date. But the stuff that we're trying to do hopefully will be 
hopefully will be rolled out within the next month and we've got a lot uh uh, schedule some stuff out so yeah also talk to the cat and see if see what she thinks because she's apparently got some opinions about everything tonight vernon in the chat's asking he said um yes please original remake uh we are doing the original the original 1981 sam raimi classic it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be i'm not gonna be there yeah it's gonna be a blast I promise you guys, there's a good reason why we're getting somebody in there instead of me. Because if it were me, it would not be a watch along worth watching. Yeah. Granted, he's um, going to talk about a lot of uh, stuff. And but. then real quick, also, Halloween night, we are doing a watch along with him uh, for the original Halloween. The, the original 1978 Halloween. We will be doing that on Saturday, October 31st, Halloween night. Uh, if if you don't have it, it's available to stream on Shutter the horror movie streaming network. If you don't have access to shutter, uh, you can sign up for their seven day free pass. Like I guess right before, um, or I don't know if it still works. Someone try it out. Let us know, I guess. Uh, thanks to the film theorist, Matt Pat YouTube channel. Uh, they were sponsored by shutter and they have a code film theory that gets you 30 days free. Uh, so do film theory, all one word, no space. Film theory uh, should get you a 30-day. This is what it feels like to do a promotion like that. It's yeah. not my promotion. It's someone else's we're promotion. Not actually, we're not promoting by Shutter at all. But, I mean, it, I'm starting to understand what it feels like as a YouTuber I, to promote. I would love to be promoted by sign up for literally your, anything. Sign up for your free 30-day well, code. Use the code Film Theory. has nothing to do with Cinefanatics. No, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily actually be okay with being promoted by anything. Yeah. Shutter is fine. I wouldn't care about that. Uh, Vernon says AMC Plus, I believe, also has it. The only thing I I, I question on that, I don't know if it's going to, like, stick random ads in there. Um, I know some of those, like, streaming services like Vudu and Tubi or whatever, they'll throw ads randomly. Uh, They might edit something, so you might not hear a a really bad word or or see some naked skin or whatever it is. You you, want to see this movie in all its glory. Uh, So I know Shutter. Okay. We'll have it in its full, unedited right. glory. Uh, real quick before you move on. Yep. Uh, we got a Streamlab from Woo-hoo! Alex. She said, inspired by the crazies, which I wonder why she's going that direction. Uh, what are some favorite movies that positively or negatively depict a quarantine situation? Pretty sure I could tell you why she's going that direction uh, since I did the thumbnail. Yeah, because her and Drew are doing the cinema bias for the crazies uh, here in they're doing the, the crazies, the double feature, oh, the, the original and the remake. Oh, they're watching. Oh, they didn't. They're not watching it. They're, yeah, they're talking about both. Yeah, yeah, crazies, double feature. They're doing it in a few minutes. So, uh, so if you're staying live with us, cool, appreciate it. After that, go check out Cinema Bias yeah. over on Video Drew's channel. Uh, it's Video Drew and Alex uh, Shawshank. Uh, go help them out because I mean, <laughs> they have a lot of fun with that. And this is this is a type of movie that I would say is like right up like Video Drew's alley, <laughs> easily. Um, so what are some favorite movies that positively or natively depict a quarantine situation? I'm going to go with speed or die hard. <laughs> That's a weird one. I I'm mean, going in left field with it. Yeah. I mean, you're you, quarantined on a bus. You went completely out of horror movies. Did you see the lady who tried to get off that bus? Where? Hold on. I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. It's her. Yeah. It's the same woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways. So, uh, another thing from Speed. Interactive TV, Jack, wave of the future. Yeah. Yes, Lola. I played the, so, I played yes. the sound clip from Speed. Great. So, Die Hard, I pick because they're stuck in the tower. Hmm. Not on Christmas. Anyways. 
Uh, no, it is Christmas. They, Never mind. No, it is on Christmas. Okay. Never mind. Beside the point. Uh, what other movie positively, positively negatively depict a? Uh, There's a movie called Quarantine. Yeah, there was a movie called Quarantine, um, which was a remake of uh, well, it's a it's an English remake version of Wreck, uh, which was a people are are quarantined in an apartment building while a news crew is filming. It's kind of filmed in a uh, found footage type format. Uh, Wreck is classic. Quarantine, not so much. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, if y'all want to see some some like really good quarantine zombie flick, uh, Wreck, the original Wreck, R E C, uh, is pretty good. Quarantine, the not so good American remake version of it. Uh, the other one that I, was, I feel like that I would go with also that I like was uh, the Purge. It was uh, they essentially quarantined themselves in. It was uh, Ethan Hawke uh, and family. Uh, quarantined themselves on Purge night. By now, almost everyone's familiar with the concept of the Purge movies, that for like 12 hours, all crime, including murder, is legal in the United States. Uh, so they quarantined themselves in in their house to keep all the Purgers who are out and about gallivanting. I hate this time of year. Yeah, I love this time of year. <laughs> uh, I don't. Ver- I don't hate this time of year, but it's not my favorite. Vernon saying "Dawn of the Dead," uh, which that's a good one too, because they essentially quarantined themselves in a mall. So both the original and the remake, there's a quarantine in yeah. a mall. Uh, and of course, when you're in a mall where zombies are outside and you're firmly locked inside, you have a lot of fun in a big empty mall. That <laughs> when money and shopping and all that no longer matters. I don't know. Can you find the security guard segue? Uh, possibly, but at least I know in the set in in the remake, the security guards are not necessarily the people, or at least one of them is not necessarily the friendliest people that you want to be quarantined with. Yeah, they're so. probably all dead anyway. I just want their segue. Yeah. Well, look, I'm looking for something to try to keep me happy during this time. <laughs> Races. Yeah. Uh, have you watched anything new this past week? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, I'm trying to look and see. I believe, I know, uh, one I caught up on was The Firm. I know. Completely scary movie right now. That was, like, the scariest movie I could think of to watch. Pretty sure I've seen that, too. The Firm? Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to see, yeah, I think that's really, that's really the only thing I've, I've knew that I've watched this past week. Uh, watched a couple of horror movies. I, I revisited the, uh blade trilogy over the past week uh so that's fun uh love those movies and here's like blade trinity i think gets better and better the more you watch it yeah even though it's just still kind of uh, a little ridiculous ryan rounds is the saving grace of that movie yeah uh yeah so deadpool in blade trinity fantastic basically that's almost exactly what it is um anyways that's it for what we watched this past week uh, so let's move on to movie news. Um, what is that? What? We have movie news. Yeah. What? There's actual movie news. Uh, we're going to do a thing here because there's a lot of movie news. Um, and there's a couple of these that were basically just announced today. One of these was just announced, I guess, a couple hours ago. 
uh, almost so much that all I saw was like the headline of it, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick the headline in our news thing, and we'll just talk about it. Headlines. Uh, so this is gonna be quick bits. Uh, quick bits. I don't have an official name for it it's yet a- because I just now thought of it before we yep. went live. And it's great because it's an awful name. It's a terrible name. So <laughs> these bits are quick. We might call it like the short reel or Which, something. Given the fact that I have ADD, you have ADHD. I assume I still have ADD. Uh, Yours the, isn't as bad as mine. The qu- no, not nearly. Uh, the quick part of this probably a misnomer. We'll see. <laughs> so I'm gonna put five minutes on the timer. Let's see how this goes. Uh, so where's real, the camera? There it is. Yeah, right there. Yeah, real quick. Uh, it was announced like a couple of hours ago. Legally Blonde three uh is going to be released May of twenty twenty two. I asked for this movie. Here's the thing, like. I didn't ask for this either, but the Legally Blonde movies actually aren't that bad. It gives me a reason to actually go back and revisit the other two, because from what I know, like you just said, the other two aren't that bad. So give me a reason to go back and watch the other two again, like an actual firm reason to go back and watch them. You you see the cover, and it's Reese Witherspoon in all pink and a chihuahua, and you're like, eh. I'm kind of like not interested in watching anything with Reese Witherspoon in it currently, just because I just saw... uh, that whatever war movie that I said before, this means war or whatever with oh yeah, Chris Pine and Tom is a fart box of a movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of off the Reese Witherspoon train for the moment. But, but Legally Blondes have been good. Yeah. Uh, so kind of looking forward to that. Moving on, uh, Joaquin Phoenix has been cast as Napoleon in Ridley Scott's Kit Bag. So... Ridley Scott apparently is going to be doing a movie, and this is supposed to be like an actual historical, like, legitimately good about uh, about Napoleon Bonaparte. What's his hand doing in there? I don't know, but my first question is, why Joaquin Phoenix? That, that guy's fairly tall. He's nowhere near as short as Napoleon was. I mean, have you seen The Lord of the Rings? Joaquin Phoenix? Have you seen The Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Okay. Height's oh, not he's not issue. a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's that's true. They could like shrink him down a why, bit. Why Why would you go with walking? Why would you go with Walking Phoenix for literally anything? Because the <laughs> man is a talented Ooh. actor. Yeah. Uh, I actually could see him as Napoleon. I kind of get it. Yeah. Uh, I I still think though that we need to go with the guy that played Napoleon in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's, he's not doing anything else. He's he's available. Uh, last I saw him, he was in a bathtub watching The Truman Show. And that was already decades ago, too. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Next one. Uh, this one actually announced a couple hours ago as well. Uh, someone, I guess in the movie realm, said that Fast and Furious will will finally end, but its finale is going to be split between the 10th and 11th movie. They are Harry Pottering the final story and splitting it They're into two movies. really wanting to stretch that one out because that one was not supposed to have an 11th movie. It was supposed to end at 10. Like, they've been saying that they were going to end at 10 since before Paul Walker passed away. So, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of funny. Like, oh, one more. We're going to do one more. Mm-hmm. Watch, we're going to get to number 10. The ninth one will come out next year, hopefully. Uh, we'll get to number 10, and then they'll be like, eh, maybe two more. We could stretch this to 14. Yeah. Let's just take it to 20. Here's the thing. Uh, one of the funniest ones... Yeah, Fast and Furious 10 and 11 uh, will be in space. At least one of these will be in space. It's like a near guarantee at this uh, point. Michelle Rodriguez has already yeah. said that supposedly uh, Fast and Furious 9 goes do to we, outer space. Do but we know if she was joking? I don't know. 
But I mean, you have to go into outer space. It's just thing. Here, honestly, it doesn't matter if she was. It's a guarantee they're going to be in space at some point. Here's the thing. Uh, tomorrow will mark the uh, five-year anniversary uh, since uh, 1985. Marty McFly uh, arrived in 2015. Oh gosh, Hill Valley. It's been five years since Back to the Future too. That means everything in the Back to the Future movies are now officially in the past. Um. It's hilarious. I know. Uh, but in that movie... Uh, Why well, you don't date yourself, folks. Ooh. Why would you date yourself? I mean, I'd probably be a pretty good lover because I know what I like. But I mean... Oh, that wasn't the date you meant. Never mind. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, in that movie, when he goes to the future 2015 Hill Valley, there is uh, Jaws 19 in the hologram, hol- hologram theater. Uh, we're actually getting close to that with Fast and the Furious at this point. Like that is probably uh, at around the 2015 level. That's probably legitimately the closest like franchise that could hit fifth, uh, 19. Yeah, because we know Jaws never made that. Uh, could you imagine if they did a Fast and Furious in a hologram though? I mean, uh, regard uh, put aside the uh, if you've been to Universal Studios yeah, I was gonna say. and their tour where they did the uh, the Fast and the Furious 3D thing because that was just weird it was interesting it was fun for what it was but it was not it was not a uh an award-winning it might have been an award-winning i don't know i don't keep up with theme park attractions (laughs) and their awards (laughs) and their awards i'm still curious as to what's going to happen with the movie awards this year this is going to be wild (laughs) sonic the hedgehog Uh, congratulations uh did you know sonic the hedgehog just uh surpassed uh the marvel cinematic universe as like the highest grossing uh superhero movie that's because Marvel didn't put out any movies this year. Oh, well, that would explain why. That's right, Marvel. If you put but, out a movie, you could have beaten Sonic the Hedgehog. Here's the thing, though. Uh, count your blessings where they are, because if Sonic didn't come out, it would have been Bloodshot. Oh, that's right. Bloodshot would have been the highest grossing superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. Oof. Dodge the bullet there. Uh, moving on on these quick bits. Yeah, we've blown past this five-minute thing already. Uh, but we are about halfway through, so that's cool. Now we're at the uh, three-minute mark now. It was, an, it was announced the uh, the feature film adaption, adaptation of adaption. the beloved Broadway classic Wicked had lost its director, Stephen Daltrey. He stepped off the project. Here's the thing. This movie will never get made. Wicked? Yeah. This movie is in development hell more than like the New Mutants ever was. Is Adina Menzel attached to it? I don't know. Nobody should be. Is. Here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, thanks. There's some credibility to this channel. Uh, the thing, like, if they were to do a, a future film movie of this, I feel like you could possibly still get uh, Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth yeah. to play the characters. Sure. Uh, it, it, for those of y'all not familiar, Wicked is an adaptation, I guess, of uh, an adaption. Yeah. Of how Glinda and Elphaba, Elf, excuse me, the the Wicked Witch of the West, how how they grew up. Elphaba, I barely know her. Wow, really? <laughs> this is a family friendly channel. Uh, so <laughs> what I just said means absolutely nothing. Has fantastic music. Great, it's a great musical. Uh, I've seen it live, loved it, and I don't know why this isn't a movie already. So, uh, yeah, apparently they lost their director. So whatever <laughs> again this movie will never get made 
Uh, next one, Mallrats 2, uh, Twilight of the Mallrats, I guess is what it's called. Uh, Fantastic. Is bringing, uh, apparently it was reported they're bringing back like the entire original cast, including Stan Lee. How? Uh, I'm going to guess some kind of like archive footage. Uh, it's a hologram, just like uh, Garth here in the comments said that the Tupac hologram will be in the Fast and Furious 10 in space. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna do hologram Stan Lee in Mallrats. Yeah, Excelsior. Kevin whatever. Smith is really, really stretching his wings there. Hey, just as long as we find out if the thing's uh, dork is made of orange rock, that's all I need to know. Um, that was like the biggest cliffhanger from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> mall rats too. Nobody's in the mall anymore, and the stores are closed. Here's the thing: like, it's pretty true. Like the only time I, I think the last time I went to the mall was when I got new glasses like a couple of months ago. That was it. That's, yeah. Uh, and that was probably the first time I've been in the mall in, like, over a year. I know I haven't been in the mall since the since the pandemic started, for sure. Yeah, because that seems like a great place. Let's all go to the mall. <laughs> well, it's largely... The epicenter. No, I mean, there's not... There's going to be... Let me rephrase this. There's not going to be a whole lot of people in the mall during... <laughs> there you go. During this time. Uh, I just... I, I have no reason to go to the mall when everyone in the world is healthy let alone when however <laughs> don't want to go there when people are sick let alone however many percentage of people might have the rona the rona anyways um mall's a terrible place so yeah that's awesome that they're gonna have a back the original cast that means they're bringing back ben affleck for that too Yes, please. And either Jeremy or Jason London. I can't remember which one's which off the top of my head. But, yeah. Jason Lee. Jason Lee coming back. Oh, yeah. wonder if he still has an affinity for chocolate-covered pretzels. And, uh, and I wonder if uh, Yondu's going to be in it also. That would be cool. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah. So Lola's wondering that also. Yes. Yeah, we know. I told him. Thanks. Uh, so, also... Uh, Looks like they're trying to create a Power Rangers cinematic universe. This um, is including movies and TV shows, so why? they want to do everything is all one universe from here on out. Where's that? Where's that GIF of uh, Ryan Reynolds from Scrubs? But why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, here's the thing. It kind of actually makes sense. Um, cinematic universe? Why don't you just make a bunch of movies? No, like I'm it, feeling it, it tonight, guys. Including TV Screw shows, the Power Rangers, in, ah! including TV shows. Meaning, like all the Power Rangers shows that they have out right now are going to also be a part of the oh, cinematic universe. This you're talking is, about Power Rangers, Samurai, Dinosaurs in the Jungle. Sure, in space. Yeah, this is a little bit different than like what Marvel's doing because Marvel's doing like they've been doing movies for years, a decade now. And now they're really wanting to venture into hitting like a TV market. It's all on Disney Plus, but whatever. A TV type market where it can interact with the movies. Yeah. This is TV shows. Uh, seemingly, uh, they hadn't said if it. Was, I guess if it was on streaming, or I didn't read it at all. Uh, but it's a t the TV show that has been running since the early '90s in some form or fashion. It's still going today. Yep. Uh, they're wanting to do the TV shows and those interact with movies. So essentially the movies just become a long form episode of the TV show. I don't care unless they, uh, unless they mesh it together with the Pacific Rim universe. I mean, you possibly could and Fast do that. And Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're all going to space anyways. We're past space now. We're just fighting large monsters. Yeah. 
so this might be interesting if they're able to pull that off. I still need to watch, the, was it the 2017 movie? Which, again, really wasn't that bad. Uh, I only care because Brian Cranston's in it. Yeah. Um, That's about it. Yeah. And for the last bit of quick quick bit movie news, uh, I'll actually let you talk about this one. The quickest bit ever. Yeah. I'll let you talk about this one because... <laughs> I'll be honest, I just want to sing. Look at the pure joy on my face for what I'm about to do and what we're all about to endure. Apparently, for some reason... This spring. This spring? Yeah. It's when it starts filming. Oh, okay. Uh, Apparently, for some reason, this spring, they have decided to do a live action, whatever that means, uh, version of... Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Chippendale's when there's danger. I sing the Chippendale's and I can just like see like Chris Farley. That was a good bit. I enjoyed that bit. That was a fun. That was a fun bit that we just did there. Uh, didn't we already have a Chippendale's movie though? Wasn't it called The Fallen Monty? <laughs> the Full Monty, yeah. maybe even Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, even maybe even Magic Mike. The sequel, <laughs> XXL. That's not the same Chippendales. Chippendales Rescue Rangers XXL. Uh, so yeah, uh, for those of y'all that enjoyed the uh, the early '90s Disney afternoon, they're you gonna, did not enjoy his singing. Yeah, probably not. They are doing a live action version of Chippendales Rescue Rangers, uh, which seemingly I guess will be live action, except for the the actual animated characters will be CGI, kind of like Smurfs or uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Because it worked out well for Smurfs and Alvin and the Chipmunks. And here's the thing: like, I'll be honest, like that I I did love the Disney Afternoon. Ducktales was easily the best Ooh-hoo. cartoon of them all. Yeah, that's a good theme song. <laughs> it is. Um, I I watched Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I watched Tailspin. I wasn't a huge fan of either one of those. Tailspin also does have a good Tailspin theme song. Theme song. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Garth is saying no more CGI. Train real chipmunks. You know, at this I point, like, I like his Chippendales Rescue Rangers with Tanning Tatum. With Channing Tatum. Yeah. With, oh, yeah. That's right, Garth. You said that wrong. It's it's t- Tanning Tatum. No, that's that would be saying. Yeah, that's correct. I don't know I what know. you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you for incorrecting me. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers with Tanning Chatham, XXL. Absolutely. In space with Vin Diesel. <laughs> and a Power Ranger. <laughs> this, is, this is wild. We're creating our own cinematic universe this just right now. is what we call quick bits. You mix everything together into one not-so-quick bit. Yeah. So, uh, on to uh, the ones we're probably going to talk about a little bit more. Let's have a little more deep dive on this. Uh, deep dive bits. Uh, this, <laughs> I feel like we need to be creating the, the sound clips for this. Yeah, no. Segments have intros. At some point before we hit the full 20 more episodes, before the full year of this, we will have intros for segments. Yeah. So, moving on to the actual news. Wow, 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 is a very nice. Thank you, Borat. Uh, by the way, there was no Borat in our, th- our thumbnail this week. Something's wrong. Uh, that movie is coming out, I believe, the next week or two. Next week. So eager for that one because we'll probably review that. I, yep. We might do a review of that. That might be one we say for uh, reviewing on the tagline instead of doing an actual review, uh, mainly because 
our new set is not set up yet fully. <laughs> it's not really a full new set. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we can mention that. I don't know if we've mentioned it before. but No, not at all. Those of y'all that are familiar with our original set, which was the two of us sitting on a couch with that Joker poster behind us. Set. It's our living room. That, yeah. Uh, that's changed. Uh, it's... It's still changing. It's it's still in the process of changing. It's, it's looking a little different right now. Yeah. It's a uh, stop. Changing. That's what that tattoo means apparently, guys. Yeah. Uh so uh yeah, that will so be cool. debuted pretty soon. That's probably going to be I would say along the lines with some of like the new stuff that we want to do for Patreon. It might be yeah part of that we'll see well, part of me wants to just do like a full and complete change by like january 1st but i know that a lot of the stuff we want to get going yeah before then so and some of it's going to be incremental because we just don't have the money to blow on just <laughs> changing everything immediately right away uh speaking of money again if you have any questions streamlab.com slash send fanatics uh super chat all of that is very well desired it is open for you to donate as you please <laughs> the next Pixar movie announced is Boratatouille. A weird foreign guy keeps pulling on the chef's hair and trying to control his body. I would watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, if I don't, here's the thing: he didn't say if it was like a mini Borat. As far as I know, it's a full-size Borat under the chef's hat. I like your lasagna; it's very nice. <laughs> well, thanks, Borat, but uh, you're giving me some really bad back pain here. Can you can you try not being on my head for a little bit? Can just just tell me what you want and stop yanking on yeah, my Yeah, mash. Okay, you, I guess you can stay under my hat. I mean, this was dumb. <laughs> okay, go. got it. Nailed it. So, actual movie news. For the four people watching actual right now. Actual movie news. <laughs> I, I guess we lost some people. Mm, go figure. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. It's my Killian, it's my Killian Murphy from Killian, Batman Begins. Or Killian Murphy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, a lot of pictures came out, none of which I have loaded up because I've been at work since Open the Clothes today, so I wasn't able to properly prepare the stream deck for this tonight. Yep. Uh, so I don't have the images of this, but they did reveal images showing uh, more of Colin Farrell's Penguin, who is still completely unrecognizable. Uh, but we did get our first image of uh, Selena Kyle mm -hmm. in this. Um, and that is... Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I was like, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Uh, I know her as Lenny Kravitz's daughter, but not by her name, Zoe. Yeah. So we we saw images not of her as Catwoman, but of Selena Kyle. Not bad looking. Like yeah. I, I feel like it's actually kind of believable. I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> cards that say four people watching but six likes you win <laughs> that's awesome we've got this youtube thing on lock yeah uh zoe kravitz was not my immediate like go-to for like playing selena kyle no but like if you think about it for even a couple minutes it makes sense and then you see the picture and you're like mm, yeah. yeah now that I like i've it. seen the image of her in that role i was like okay because of course no one's asking me what my image is and then trying to create a movie about it. They're just going to do their own thing, and who cares what uh, someone with yeah. 1.4K subscribers on YouTube I know I definitely, like, when, says. I, when I heard Zoe Kravitz is in the role, I was like, I'm not against this. Uh -huh. But, yeah, no, she looks good in the pictures. Uh, 
then there's these other pictures. There's other pictures. That oh yeah, are really. Like you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, apparently, what pictures can we talk about? Yeah, right. Apparently, uh, Wonder Woman and Superman are also in this movie. Flash, and Flash. Yeah. What? What? No. Uh, apparently, what they are is like the Hollywood Boulevard or Times Square Elmo versions of. <laughs> Of the superheroes, which I'm pretty sure I've actually seen Superman in both Hollywood Hollywood Boulevard and Times Square, so that's great on that guy to finally make it into a movie. Yeah. He really busted his hump for however many years out on <laughs> out in the touristy areas and he's finally making it into a movie. That's fantastic. And now they got Wonder Woman joining him too. That's cool. Yeah. Uh and then the flash we just saw an image of like his symbol like in graffiti, so whatever. So the question here though is that you're looking at the situation where there's people who are dressed up as these characters, these superheroes that we are now supposed to believe exist within this universe, this iteration of Batman. Yep. And so it's like, okay. So to what degree is this Batman connected to anything DC? I know that they've said time and time again this Batman series is going to be on its own. But the way I see it is, again, we're coming back to the same thing with what DC is doing now with, like, the Flashpoint whatever stuff. Yeah, where it's it, it's essentially, like, multiple, like, dimensions yeah. or... Yeah. It's a uh, multiverse. Yeah. Every DC movie that has existed prior to the DCEU is now part of the DCEU, if I, theoretically. Which I mean that again, give or take Nolan's movies. We we said that before, and like this is actually a really cool. Uh, if you know if they could do that, that would be awesome. Pulling Nolan stuff. Yeah. Mm. The only thing with that one though is like pulling that in means that you're potentially like bringing in a universe and a realm that has quite possibly the ultimate Joker in there, and you're not using that Joker. I mean, for obvious reasons, we yeah. all understand why. But part of that, yeah, I mean, part of that also is those movies. I think are filled with people who are just okay with not ever coming back to those roles ever again. Uh, and I that, can't see Christian Bale reprising Batman again. And and that might be no, I don't either. And that might be because those movies were that sounds weird. <laughs> those movies were taken as like a, like serious movies. They weren't like, hey, let's create an entire comic book movie franchise off of this. It was a do a movie and you're done type of thing. Now, yeah, yeah they did three of them because <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. It's a comic book franchise. Yeah. I'm trying desperately to find something to say during this time while you're pouring yourself a new drink over there. <laughs> pouring a drink. <laughs> it doesn't sound good on the mic. Especially because you're doing this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the good stuff right there. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, that's going to feel good. We're, we're, we're trying to cut down on time here on the tagline. Apparently. We've got way too much to talk about, uh, so we don't have time for this. I like how Garth brings up possible twists. These street performers are portraying comics characters, not real superheroes. Superman, Wonder Woman, etc. are in comics and movies, but not real in this Batman reality. That's I mean, a fascinating idea. That is... I mean, it's a concept that kind of just ends right there. Honestly, it doesn't really go much further than that. But regardless, it's it's different. It's a different kind of idea, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, no. So I think this begs the question as to whether or not you have a situation where the filmmakers and the people who are creating these movies are once again lying to us because they don't. They're just not ready to reveal 
any information. They don't think we're capable of handling the truth, and I don't have a sound clip of that. Or, but y'all know what I would probably. Or they just have quote. they just have a uh, they just they just have it lined up as to when they want to reveal specific information, like how these Batman movies are actually attached to the greater DCEU. You know, this is the way. It is. It is the way. That made no sense to use right there. I just felt like you just wanted to put a sound. Uh, you know, they did release a, like a quick trailer clip of The Mandalorian the other day. It looks pretty good. Yesterday. I'm eager for this. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Got some jetpack action. He's going to go look for some other Mandalorians. Ooh, there's still a baby Ooh, Yoda. There's still a child Yoda. There's still a baby Yoda, so therefore all, your, all the marketing is secure for the next year. The Yodester. <laughs> they get to release another. Put it, If they put him in any different clothing, they get to release another stuffed toy. Here, Yeah. Seriously. That's how it works. Like the Batman figures. Speaking of the Batman, the Batman figures from like the 90s or whatever, they released the original like line of Batman, the animated series, with like original Batman just in regular costume. And then they put him in every single costume. And I think they've done Plasma that with... Plasma Batman. Tundra Batman. No, they've gone insane with this. And I know I uh, recently I saw this even with uh, Spider-Man figures where uh, there was a line of figures where Spider-Man was trying out different Iron jobs. Batman. No, like they put Spider-Man as like a firefighter or as a farmer or whatever. The thing is, is he's still in the Spider-Man costume. So for like the farmer one, they just put a straw hat on him and overalls. That is the dumbest thing. It absolutely was. Because who's going to be like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm bailing hay, but here comes Doc Ock. Must jump in the action. Oh, I'm wearing overalls. Aren't I a... Some word I can't say. Spider-Man. Aren't I a stinker? There, I could say that one. Ladies and gentlemen, now introducing Spider-Man from Idaho. Hey, what's wrong with Idaho? Flip potato. <laughs> Flip potato. Uh, uh, by the way, for those of y'all who are from Idaho or might know some Idahoans, we can make that joke because that's where I was born and I got to Texas as fast as I possibly could when I was four uh, years old because I was in control of where was, my life was going at that time. I was not born in Idaho, but I can make that joke because it's Idaho. Hey, you know, I do like potatoes. Again, Sweet potato. Again, I want to make a cooking YouTube channel, and I will probably do a thing on potatoes. Potatoes, 90 ways. I um, I could do potatoes in 90 different ways, probably. At least 20. Um, oh, and I'll have so much fun doing that. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about Batman, and we got yes. off the subject because we have really I bad want, ADD, and I we're talking to, about potatoes now. I wanted to make mention of this. My favorite of the toys, because we brought up the toy, the toy side of things with Batman and Mandalorian and all that. My favorite toys were some of the Star Wars figures, and I know they did this with like Batman figures. They did them with like all like the different superheroes that had like main '90s runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deluxe figures, like the 12-inch ones. No, it's 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 the normal size figures that you got the Star Wars and the Batman's. And oh, all that. yeah. But they came with, they were deluxe because they came with this big giant like jetpack of some sort that had like claws and guns all over it. And you're like, I definitely did not see that in Empire Strikes Back. Where was Han wearing that outfit? Yeah. Uh, the only one that I really liked in regards to that is they did do one for. Uh, Spider-Man. I don't. I can't remember if it was for Hobgoblin or Green Goblin. It really doesn't matter because they're both pretty much the same. Goblin, 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 Goblin. <laughs> uh, was the the full Goblin glider. Usually yeah. those figures came with like this little tiny one that was like the size of like say like this mouse. 
and the figure would sit on it, and that was it. Really wasn't that imposing, but uh, I know in the uh, the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s, there was one where, uh, like, Hobgoblin had this, like, massive glider that his little glider would attach to, and then it would just fly all over Kingpin's lair. See, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be cool. Like that, I, that I was down for. There but. were there were certain deluxe figures that made sense. Something like that. Something like uh, like in and from Empire Strikes Back, the little probe droid that landed on Hoth. Yeah, that one was cool. That thing was a deluxe figure. Yeah, but that made sense because that wasn't a regular figure. Yeah. So, um, but. The other thing we're looking at is Deluxe Baby Yoda. Is if the use of here this is funny, we're coming back to this. The use of Superman and Wonder Woman in this Batman movie might be kind of like, hey, we're acknowledging that these are real characters, but yeah. here's like say your your Hollywood Boulevard, your Times Square people in the costume to for tourists to take pictures with. Uh what was was it uh Aquaman? The Aquaman movie where they had the Superman and Batman action figures. Pretty sure that was uh, Shazam. What did I say? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. it was in Shazam. It was in Shazam. Uh, whatever. I don't like Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> Shazam was good. And there goes all of our dislikes. Yeah. I mean, typically every time I say like anything slightly bad about Aquaman, this channel just goes downhill. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, like in that they they essentially set it up where there's action figures of these heroes but the heroes still actually exist i'm wondering if that's where they're going with this Maybe. where we can still have people dressed up as them but the heroes do actually exist we're just emulating it's just fascinating to me that by the time that bruce is in the position that he's in as we've seen him in that picture i mean i know that there's talks that this is supposed to take place in the 90s it might not take place in the 90s it might be more present day but it's just we're still dealing with a young origin batman essentially yeah uh that folks like the flash and wonder woman and superman are exist which superman and wonder woman make sense to exist while bruce is still young Mm -hmm. flash only if it's a different Flash, I guess. Depends if this is supposed to be... I don't know how you be, work that. Is this supposed to be the same cinematic universe? I don't know. Uh, it, it could be, but it's again, we're looking at possibly an alternate reality. Like, yeah. Robert Pattinson Batman is not the same Batman as Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they released about it is that some of this movie is being filmed the same way as The Mandalorian. Oh, on a volume? The yeah, so for those of y'all, I know Disney Plus released an entire series of like behind the scenes of the Mandalorian and how it was filmed and how it was shot, and like most, pretty much all of that show was filmed like on one stage that is like a giant surrounding green screen. Uh, Not even a green screen; it's just a screen. It, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Here's the thing: in realistic, if you know how to, if you have a decent video editor, you can essentially key out any color. I mean, anyone who's watching this, you could key out the blue. Now I'm talking about. It's literally a screen. It shows you, like, the actors stood in the environment that they were supposed to be in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go back and watch it. By the way, who who hasn't watched that documentary? I have. It's fascinating because the technology that's used to be able to make it work is uh, some of the technology that Favreau was using on uh, The Lion King. You really should be talking about this news piece then, don't you think? Yeah, which we'll get there. Uh, but it's it's some of the same like the VR, the virtual reality or augmented reality goggles like the Oculus and all that stuff. 
and the way it works with like the camera scope and everything so the environment moves with the cameras as they're moving so that that's awesome so that you're always in the proper perspective around the actor that you're filming at that time it's it's fascinating like go back and watch i i can't remember which episode of the disney gallery it is but it's it's fantastic it's a wonderful piece of technology they call it the volume though which apparently is what they're wanting to use for this mm-hmm so uh garza saying it's b- basically a hollow deck okay well i get that then uh, I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but just reference something to like at least Star Trek: The Next Generation, I'll probably get it. I'll probably understand what you're talking the about. Hollow Deck, yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's actually really cool. Now for one that my brother will have absolutely no input in at all whatsoever. Uh, they released again. I wasn't able to get the <coughs> image loaded, so. They released the, I guess, the teaser poster for uh, they're rebooting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Again, those of y'all familiar with horror movies and particularly the Chainsaw Massacre franchise, this has been rebooted like five different times or so. Uh, so they released this poster and uh it was actually released today it was announced today that this movie is essentially picking up i guess after the first one i don't know if it's ignoring uh the the original texas chainsaw massacre 2 uh but this one is is essentially a continuation of the original 1974 toby hooper classic the thing with this that i'm interested in because let's be honest, the 2003 reboot really wasn't that bad. I, I liked it. It was a lot gorier than the original, but I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. The Jessica Biel movie. Uh, pretty much ever since after that one, oh, they've all just been crap. Just crap, crap. Yeah. Crap. How many times has it been rebooted? That's what I was saying while you were gone because you have no input on this. Yeah. Uh, like five times or so. I don't know. Like, every movie that has come out lately has been just another version of some kind of reboot or something. Who's had more reboots, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Spider-Man? No, actually, at this point... I'm counting Spider-Verse. No, at this point, it probably actually is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, For now. Because they did did the 2003, and then they did a sequel to that one. And then after that sequel, pretty much everything... Every other movie that has come out has been some form of a soft reboot that just never went anywhere. So, uh, yeah, that movie's been rebooted quite a few times. It's it's considered a horror classic, just not as big as one as, as say, like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. But it, it's, it's one we actually could do a watch along to. It's, it's up there. It's up there as far as those horror classics go, so... Uh, this, it's like any of those, it's not, it's not ever going to die. It's always, (laughs) (laughs) sure. It's, uh, there's always going to be reboots, remakes, what have you of this franchise. If it's one comes out now and it doesn't do good, there's going to be another one later doing it again because it's a solid horror franchise. You can't let that go. Yeah. These are franchises that 
you know, they pull in money. They make money. So what what I like out of this one in particular is that this one is being produced. I don't know if Blumhouse has any hand in this, but it, at the very least, it's being produced by Feta Alvarez, mm-hmm. who did the Evil Dead remake, re- reboot, sequel thing, whatever you want to call it, the 2013 Evil Dead movie. Uh, and then he did the uh, uh, Don't Breathe uh, which that was fantastic. Yeah. Don't breathe as a fantastic horror movie. And for those of y'all who want a good solid horror recommendation, if you haven't seen don't breathe, go with that one and then enjoy yourself around the Turkey baster next month. Uh, so the fact that fed Alvarez. Yeah, I know <laughs> you need to watch the movie to get why I said that. No, I'm okay. And when you do, you'll know why I said that. And you're going to be like, Ew. I'm okay. Uh, those of y'all who have seen Don't Breathe know what I'm referencing, and you're like, moving on. I was going to eat dinner tonight. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, the fact that Feta Alvarez is involved in this one, that kind of actually gives me a little bit of hope. Uh, he was recommended by Sam Raimi to do the Evil Dead remake, and there was a reason why Sam Raimi was recommending him. By the way, we're doing an Evil Dead watch along on Patreon, five dollar on up this Saturday. Uh, me and Andres Galago, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Make sure you sign up at the five dollar tier on up. Anyways, there's a reason why Sam Raimi was saying that Fede Alvarez would be good at at doing an Evil Dead remake reboot yeah. sequel. And he was good at it. It was fantastic. Very well done. Uh, So I'm kind of curious as to how this is going. Now, the thing with this is it's produced by Fede Alvarez. Who knows who's directing it? (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I've seen, like, really good, like, directors produce a movie. And that movie just went to just complete crap. It happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm waiting for more information as this goes. But, yeah, just another Chainsaw Massacre movie from the great state of Texas. Yeehaw. Yeah, as Garza saying, Chris only likes the Texas part of that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I want some Whataburger now. Mm, Whataburger. Water? Whataburger. There's no water in that burger. Oh, look, I have a southern drawl when I say it, okay? It's a water burger. What a burger. There, I have a southern drawl and I didn't say water. Yeah, whatever. Um, also, so... Th- Classic content that we have on this channel. I know. Here. There was this announcement this past week that, like, uh, supposedly movie studios are buying theaters? Okay. No, they're not. Apparently not. They're not buying theaters. Here's the problem with that is, uh, and that really is all I have on that subject, but just personal opinion, like op-ed this thing, is uh, I feel like that's a conflict of interest. (laughs) What happens when Disney buys a theater? You know what that theater is never going to show? Anything R-rated. It's going to be all Disney all the time. I mean, no different than you having just a nice setup in your living room that isn't set up to film YouTube videos yeah. uh, where you just watch Disney films all the time. That's the discussion right now. I mean, that's at least part of it because if studios buy theaters, first of all, like, what does that, what does that actually entail? What does that look like? Because studio, are studios actually playing movies from other studios in their theaters? I mean, 
if we're sitting here and we got like say like right now we got Alamo Draft House down the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say for some reason that shut down, that now becomes a theater, an open theater, to be purchased by a studio. Let's say Universal buys that theater. Does that mean that <laughs> it's all Fast and Furious all the time? We yeah, we got Fast and Furious and Jurassic World because that'll get old. Um, but the question now is, okay, how far do I have to go for the Disney theater? Uh, how far do I have to go for the Warner Brothers theater? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Paramount theater just the alley behind one of these theaters? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying here is that if you're looking at studios buying theaters, like what does that look like for big cities, towns? I would assume that to some degree there's always going to be some kind of smaller uh venues that will play just whatever is out at that given time like especially in small towns and whatnot yeah but i mean i don't know i i don't know what that really looks like or entails uh i understand that like netflix and amazon are kind of toying around with it a little bit right now they're kind of and it makes i mean it makes sense for amazon who purchased whole foods essentially but another uh, austin texas staple yeah so I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but from what it sounds like is that right now, uh, and there was quotes from uh, various sources saying that it's not really in the plans at the moment for the studios to be purchasing theaters. Yeah. They care about the theaters. They want to see that. They want to see that form of movie watching, uh, consuming movies uh, kept alive. Um, which, yeah, let's, let's be fair. It makes sense that studios don't want to buy movie theaters right now because movie theaters aren't showing any movies right now. Yeah. There's... Let me buy a McDonald's and not sell hamburgers. Yeah. Let me <laughs> drop a ton of money on theaters and then not make any of it back anytime soon. Yeah. But, I mean, we are living in a world and in a reality where Regals are shutting down right now, where AMC, AMC is, is about to go bankrupt. AMC is about to go bankrupt. Cinemark's doing whatever. Um. So, you, what are we looking at there? I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's possible. I think that might be the logical standpoint for coming up here pretty soon, mm-hmm. as far as like studios purchasing their own theaters and exhibiting their own, their own movies through their own chains. But I don't know if we're really, if we are really actually close to that yet or not. I still think, honestly, like theaters. Theaters as a whole, the theatrical experience as a whole, will survive the pandemic. Uh, I don't think Alamo Drafthouse is going anywhere because Alamo Drafthouse can survive on uh, doing these fun little exhibitions where they'll show older movies, old movies, pair it with some kind of fun meal of some sort. Mm -hmm. They'll sell tickets to that easy. They'll do the Master Pancake Theaters where people will come in and we'll watch Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. They'll do uh, that kind of stuff. I don't know. So I don't know if like the master pancake is nationwide, uh, so to speak. Uh, if not, if y'all aren't familiar, master pancake is basically two comedic guys sit in the front row. It's basically mystery science theater 3000. Only it happens live. Yeah. They sit in the front row, making the jokes at the theater while you're sitting behind them, hearing the movie and hearing their jokes. It's actually fantastic. Um, and then of course, then you were also talking about the, at least in Austin, uh, Alamo draft house is the go-to place. If you want to do the, uh, the midnight, uh, Rocky horror picture show thing, yeah. which I wonder how that's going right now during a pandemic. 
<laughs> I mean, there's a whole lot of like touching and rubbing that happens during Where's that show. Where's your neck? It's quarantined at home. Yeah. Where's your neck? <laughs> I would like to if I could. You may. Um, by the way, if y'all haven't done the uh, the Midnight Rocky Horror Picture, oh man, I so recommend it. It's so much fun. I just want to do the time warp again and get out of this year. But yeah. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a jump to the left and then a step to the right. Anyways, I'm going to sing again. Um, But a positive news on that is apparently theaters in New York are opening back up. Not New York City. Let's not get crazy. But New York State are opening back up. Which, I don't know. I mean... I feel like this discussion is one that we've done like three times a month, every single month, at least. There's nothing else to talk about. Exactly. Which is, where's the pandemic at right now in this country? Is it safe to open up theaters again? Is, do they, are they moving at a correct pace? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We're not CNN or Fox News or whatever. We're not here to talk about the pandemic. We're just talking about movies. I've seen very few effects of the virus around where we live right now. Um, Yeah. Everybody's living their life pretty much like normal. They just have face coverings on right now. So as far as like what it means for theaters to open up in New York, it might be the same exact situation as we're at right now where we're located within Austin. So. Uh, in some parts of the country, though, I hear the pandemic's getting worse. In other parts, it's it's not bad. It's getting looks like it's getting better. So this whole thing has been all over the place for every single month this year. So uh, I'm still waiting to see. Like, okay, let's get that vaccine out. Let's see what that does. And then maybe once the vaccine's out, then you see theaters theaters really opening up in say like Los Angeles and New York City, mm-hmm. which is really let's be honest, that's really what these studios are waiting for. Studios are waiting for the theaters to open up back in L.A. and NYC again before they start releasing their their big movies into the theaters because those are kind of the main exhibition locations, them in Chicago, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, they're not getting the revenue and the numbers for that because like L.A., Chicago, New York City, yeah. Usually, huge turnout in the theaters for those because there's a high con- the high concentration of the population. There's a lot of people in a very small space. That's where most critics live, also. Yeah, well, it makes sense <laughs> because that's where everything is. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, we're just not getting that. And that was the that was the issue with Tenant. Yeah. When Tenant was released, you didn't have the money coming from people being able to watch it. In fact, we know quite a few people. We have friends that have driven from LA to Las Vegas just to go see Tenet. Like, geez, how bad is that where the nearest movie that you need to go to see the must-see movie of the summer, or that was supposed to be the must-see movie of the summer, (laughs) became the must-see movie of the early fall. The Uh, only movie to see during the summer. Yeah, uh, you have to drive. What like how far is Las Vegas from L.A.? Like three hours? hours. It's like here to Dallas. Okay, so three hours. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Here in Texas, we measure everything and how long it takes to drive to get there. We don't actually measure it in mileage. It's like, is it three hours? Okay, three. A lot hours. shorter of a time than here to El Paso. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Austin El Paso is still like a ten-hour drive. Yep. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, people were having to make that trek out to Las Vegas to see Tenet. 
you didn't get a whole huge amount of the LA population that you normally would when a movie comes there. So Gar says people were tentative to see Tenet. <laughs> Followed by uh, Errol Al Rachel saying, I'm here partially for Garth's puns. I mean, that is that is the great like cinefanatics experience here is that we do have a, we have a small amount of people that are watching us live typically, but we got great people that watch us live and offer great commentary here on the uh, what are you doing this side of the screen? Yeah. So basically, the cinefanatics experiment experiment experience is that we are all cinefanatics, not just the two of us. We are all the Cinefanatics. I feel like that would be like what we should actually call our fans. Yeah. You guys are Cinefanatics. We, we nailed it. That's it. We've been trying to figure out. <laughs> you guys are Cinefanatics. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching our channel, it's because you like movies. Therefore, you are a Cinefanatic. Um, that being said, Garth, one of our Cinefanatics, <laughs> is more or less at any given point the third wheel to this trifecta here. In yeah. which case, he is in the chat nailing all of our setups. <laughs> we do the setup, and he he brings it home. He, he just he just said, if, in fact, good example here, the Cinefanatics fanatics. We said it, he spikes it. That's a sports reference. That's a huge mouthful. <laughs> the Cinefanatics fanatics. Our fans are the Cinnamon fanatics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do like our cinnamon. We are serious about our cinnamon. Uh, moving on to our uh, our final uh, big story topic of the night, which I, mean, I feel like I've talked about this already, but <laughs> go figure. Uh, Black Widow. Oh, we've talked about that movie before. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, Since May. There was a major investor for Disney uh, came out this past week saying that he recommends moving Black Widow to the Disney Plus streaming service with the premium access, much like Mulan got. People with the money is making the decisions. Here's the thing. like, When you get feedback on a business standpoint, when you get feedback from an investor, you, you got to keep in mind in these, in these situations, investors have one key thing in mind, getting their money back as fast as possible. Yeah. Therefore, if they're recommending something that might not be in the best interest of, say, Kevin Feige or the public, um, that might not be something that people generally go for. For example, uh, let me pull this up while I make weird sounds with my mouth hole. We're going to get copyrighted from Nintendo for that. Anyways, this past week, when this was actually announced, uh, the Cinefanatics uh, Twitter page, or Twitter account, uh, at Cinefanatics MLP, hey, feel free our, to follow us. That's our Twitter account. Yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, we created a post where we talked about this, like, uh, what do you think it should do? Should it go to the Disney Plus premiere access or should it still hold out and wait for a movie theater uh 16 votes so thank y'all who voted uh the other uh 7.4 billion people who didn't vote yeah, screw you i mean <laughs> <laughs> it is possible it's not How? like we're it's not like we're holding this like back or anything you have How access to this dare you not vote in our Seriously. poll on twitter 
I mean, it was just up for two days, so you had two days to discover Come us, on. find out who we are, and realize that we were worth a darn giving your opinion about our little poll. Come but anyways. On. <laughs> uh, the, uh, as I say this, Garth likes our tweet, so that's fantastic. Thank you, Garth. Uh, <laughs> so on there, out of the 16 votes we got, 56% were saying hold off for the movie theater. Other 44 said Disney Plus premiere. And I've seen this kind of conversation, like, since uh, this investor made this announcement. I've seen this conversation in a lot of places. And I've seen people saying, yes, wait for the movie theater. But at this point, I'm okay if if you want to stick it on Disney Plus. Right As of right now, Black Widow has been pushed back to when it was supposed to be released this year. Next year. It's been pushed to May of 2021. Uh, thus, again, not giving us a single Marvel movie this year. Yep. Because Eternals also moved. Yeah. So... Basically, what we're looking at... Oh, yeah, you can talk to I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you didn't really set me up for anything there, but okay. Um, so, uh, my opinion on this, really it comes down to the question is, do you want to see... I'm trying to position my mic right. I'm never satisfied with where it's at. And do you want to see Black Widow in the theater? Do you want to see it on Disney Plus? Um, I'm of two minds about this. Obviously... Being a movie lover, I want to see as many of these movies in theater as possible. Uh, that is that is the preferred viewing experience, especially for a big budget superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see that on the big screen, effects, sounds, lights, all that. I want to see all that up there. Real quick, those of y'all in the chat that are saying you didn't see the poll, uh, let us know in the chat right now. Would you would you rather see it in a theater? Are you okay with waiting for a theater, or do you want to see it on? Dis- would you yeah. see it on Disney Plus? Would you be okay with that? Now, the one mind I am about this is running a movie channel as we are. We mm-hmm. wanted to be able to keep up with reviews, trailer reactions, and all that stuff. That means I'm of the mindset where. You know, we need content for the channel. I'm down with seeing this movie as soon as they want to give it to us. As soon as they can give it to us. So if they want to put it on Disney Plus with the premiere access, cool. We'll watch it. As soon as it pops up, we'll watch it. Now, the problem I have with it, and it's why I don't know if Kevin Feige is actually going to pay attention to any investor that says, well, if you want my money, more or less... You want to do what I'm saying, and I recommend that you put this on Disney Plus. Except that you're missing the whole concept of the MCU, because not everybody has Disney Plus, and not everybody's going to shell out the money for Disney Plus just for Black Widow. Granted, I think that's one of the movies that can sell Disney Plus and probably would very well. Yeah, but absolutely. it's still not a guarantee. It's still not a situation where people are. I'll tell you this much. There are people out there who love the MCU who are going to look at that and go, well, looks like I'm missing Black Widow. Especially if they have to, one, sign up for Disney Plus, and two, pay another $30 for the premiere access. Well, looks like I'm missing Black Widow. That's not That does not benefit the MCU whatsoever. Because if there's anything within Black Widow that happens that 
has effects or ripple effects to any of the other stories coming up down the line, it behooves the MCU and Marvel Studios to get that movie out in a manner that most people can view it. That manner being in a theatrical experience. So I understand like these big MCU movies, save them for the theatrical experience. Don't yeah. put them on Disney plus. Uh, yeah. And I do want to see the movie though. So if they put it on Disney plus, I would watch the mess out of it. Do you sound like, uh, uh, Oh, what's his name from uh, real rejects? Did you see that video that he posted? Greg? Yeah, Greg Alba. Uh, so uh, if y'all go over to the Greg Alba, uh, I think he did it under his own, uh, his Twitter account. He mm. posted a video where it's his rumor, essentially, that they film in. Uh, he comes bursting through the door. And Garth is saying that was funny. It was. He comes bursting through the door, and he's basically like quickly talking about this all flustered or whatever like yeah they're gonna put this on such and such they're gonna do it to streaming it's like oh we're having to wait for a theater and then he storms out of the room all like pissed off or whatever then he comes back and he comes storming through the door again it's like but if they put it on disney plus i'll watch it there <laughs> it's great i mean that that's it that nails it that's yeah. it exactly so uh i don't know i mean that 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 really that really is it as far as that goes. It's, I don't know if I'm down with the idea of like, hey, you have to pay another thirty dollars to see another movie. Uh, but Garth, yeah, well, I'll say Garth is making a good point that if Black Widow went to Disney Plus, people would wait to hear reviews before yeah. paying. Which for those of us, specifically us as YouTubers who make content, and one of our pieces of content is movie reviews, that would easily. I mean, that would definitely be a movie review we would film on its own we wouldn't be including that review like in the tagline yeah we would film that separately and then hope that people are watching our review our opinion of that movie and uh that would be something we would want to do like we would be eager for that just yeah. so we could create that content knowing full well basically what like Garth is saying people are going to flock to this channel with that video and watch that video it's mm -hmm. going to get us a lot of views but that's us as YouTubers taking away from <laughs> sounds weird the art of the cinema experience seeing it in a movie theater the other one that I want to point out in there I don't know if I've seen or I think I've seen it briefly mentioned is that this is the first essentially. Well, okay. No, not the first. Sorry. We've had Captain Marvel as far as the first female led centric Marvel movie. Yeah. But a black widow movie has been talked about for a while since Iron Man two. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, people have been wanting to see a black widow movie. Yeah. It's kind of a shame if this movie, given the focal point of this movie, if it got, was it regaled? I believe this is a, might, maybe the right word. If it got sent to just a streaming service, like we mentioned. Relegated. A, yeah. Uh, to a streaming service. And like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about movies that back in the 90s when you went to go visit uh, what used to be called a blockbuster video, uh, you would see movies 
that starred like very popular actors, but you never heard of these movies. Well, these movies were a direct to DVD, direct to video made movie. And they were cheap. They were very cheap. They were typically just straight crap. Yeah. This is a concept we brought up last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's, and going with the streaming route, we've seen since streaming has really become a presence with Netflix and Hulu, some of these movies that have gone straight to streaming have kind of followed along that same format of they're just crap. There's some good ones. There has been some really good ones, especially this year. They've done fantastic with like An American Pickle or Palm Springs. Those have been really good movies. But there's still a stigma over if you if you just send your movie to streaming immediately, uh, that must mean that even you as a studio must think your movie is of lower you quality. Have a whole lot of faith in it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for example, Trolls World Tour and Scoob were the first ones immediately just sent straight to streaming which those made sense because those are family movies and they know like during the height of the pandemic or so what's whatsoever families aren't really going to want to take their kids out into the world to go see those things plus they're going to want something to watch at home while the kids aren't doing anything and parents are stuck with them yeah um now i haven't seen the trolls world tour probably won't uh i did see scoob wasn't that bad I mean, it was a watchable movie. It was entertaining. I thought it was cute. Uh, it was much better than the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. Way better than the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. Scrappy-Doo. But, uh, like, they weren't that bad. That was definitely... That was a good decision on them. There's a couple of them, though. Like, say, for example, for Disney, Artemis Fowl. We already knew that movie was foul to begin with. That sounds like the joke I made last week. It probably was. Uh, but we already knew that was a bad movie, and by them sending it straight to Disney Plus, just kind of like really cemented that yeah, this is gonna be a bad movie, y'all. Yeah. Uh, problem with that though is that you had some like Onward had a little bit of a theatrical play before the pandemic hit, and then they sent it to Disney Plus. Onward was a decent movie, not the top of the line of Pixar, yeah. but it was a decent movie. Now we've got something like Soul, which is now going to be sent straight to streaming. Does that mean Soul is of a lower quality movie? Not according to Rotten Tomatoes so far. Yeah, and that's what's weird. Like We're in a weird thing. If anything, I feel like this potentially opens up a whole new door as far as replacing that idea of the the straight-to-video, straight-to-DVD, direct-to-DVD market that we had back in the 90s. Uh, I see that point, but there's also an asterisk on these things. Yeah, because they could still be crap. (laughs) No, because what's going to happen is you have these movies like, okay, well, I know these movies were supposed to go to the the theater, and given the pandemic, we understand why they're in streaming, so there's an asterisk here. These movies are still going to be of quality. Uh, Once the pandemic is over, though, again, you have a situation like Artemis Fowl going to going to streaming it's like well yeah but it's going to streaming so i don't know if it's going to be good so yeah yeah there's an asterisk on these things but anyway yeah i i'm I'm kind of the wait and see mind obviously we don't have a choice it's you know it's been wait and see for months it's going to be wait and see probably for a few more months still and i know we talked about it last weekend that disney is it, they are putting a lot of focal point on streaming or on the disney plus yep. uh platform 
but they're still they they were still saying like look we still care about the theatrical experience we're not giving that up um this investor that was talking about Black Widow was again we were talking about this guy is an investor right off the bat that means he only cares about seeing that return on his investment he's also I guess I don't know if it's the same guy I believe it is uh, but he was also on record for saying a lot of other movies they just need to start pumping out straight to Disney Plus yeah. instead of waiting for theatrical release and that's that's dangerous when you get an investor's opinion like that um i don't i want my uh, money and i want it now yeah I'm, not, I'm, I'm i'm trying to say this in a way that might not necessarily give away something it's not necessarily how it always works i work for a a cable company that only recently started becoming its own mobile phone provider as well i know that might like i'm not saying the name of it because again they're not paying me so uh but that might give away exactly who i work for uh but one of the things we get they've been doing mobile for a little over two years a lot of the stuff that we get at our store is talking about investors there was a huge amount of investors that chipped into starting this company doing mobile yeah and there hasn't been a huge gain especially this year because your mobile your cell phone your smartphone everything that's not the forefront of your priorities this year if your phone works then cool keep it working move on um if you could possibly like switch to another provider and save money cool because i know a lot of people want to do that but it, i'm constantly getting feedback going well the investors are not happy we're not doing as well as we should type of thing again because this isn't this isn't something that's a huge focal point for this year that's what I feel like these Disney investors are saying is they're just not they're not seeing that return that they want to see, especially going into the fact that Disney Plus was a thing before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They want to see that return. I completely understand. This guy said that about Black Widow, about sending it to Disney Plus. You know, that is a massive amount of people that would subscribe to Disney Plus for that and then pay that additional thirty dollars. Yep. So But it's not it's not a guarantee like as much as having it released theatrically would be a guarantee. I mean <laughs> the money is the money is definitely not there. There there's more money to be made releasing these movies theatrically. So yeah. investors are just trying to get a quick return rather than holding out and waiting for waiting for the theatrical experience, which is going to get a bigger return, but it's not guaranteed to happen anytime soon. Also, uh, Kevin Feige said, heck no over my dead body. Heck no over my dead body. Uh, <laughs> Garth is saying, Hubie Halloween should be eligible for the Oscars. I mean, the problem is, is uh, in joking aside, I, if that movie, that was probably one of those like Adam Sandler movies that's supposed to go to Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, I don't believe it would actually be eligible for the Oscars. I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be movies that were supposed to be theatrical released. We'll see. We'll see if that changes anymore by the time the Oscars roll around. But yeah, I don't honestly. Even if it even if it did change, I still don't think it would be eligible. Yeah. 
Um, that was it for movie news. That took care of everything I feel like we should talk about as far as yeah. movies go. Uh, if y'all have any other questions, anything else you want to hear like an opinion for, drop that in the chat. Uh, we're going to do like a little bit of uh, like channel plugs real quick. So Before we move on to that, though, I think we do need to say one little, one little thing about a uh, specific situation that happened today. Yeah. Um, so those of y'all that know us and know this channel one of the one of the pieces of content that we do is, and we've been doing it for quite a while huge fan of it is uh and i'm already getting choked up on this yeah. uh is reactions to the schmodown the movie trivia schmodown yep. um it was announced today one of the competitors on the schmodown somebody, uh, somebody that we've actually Gotten a really good connection with, have become pretty decent friends with. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go even deeper than that. This was one of the few competitors that reached out that we were able to talk to, like just as we were getting started. Yeah, he's a, he's, like, he was a huge support for us, like at the beginning. Like I think, like maybe. Well, I don't know. I can't. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm the timeline's foggy with me here, but. Uh, one of the first ones that like actually acknowledged who we were, what we were as a channel, that we were doing the reactions. I think the, the first one we really made a really good connection with. Um, uh, damn it. Real quick. <laughs> For those of y'all not familiar with the Schmodown, it's a movie trivia game show. It's on here on YouTube. Uh, it's like wrestling where you have good guys, bad guys, but yeah. instead of wrestling, people sit at a desk and answer movie trivia questions. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love this show. Uh, absolutely. Um, so going back into this, one of the the major competitors uh, made a huge splash last year was his rookie season. Yep. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a gentleman named Kevin Smets. Uh, he has been, I believe he's edited for like the bachelor TV series, uh, going so far back as he even had a part in, uh, like 19, I believe it's 1992's newsies. Uh, he had a part in there. Uh, me as a kid growing up, I watched a cartoon called Bobby's world based off of, uh, uh, what's his name? Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel's childhood. Uh, Kevin Smets did the voice of his older brother. Um, this gentleman is a, a fantastic person to know in real life. Yeah. Um, he announced today that, uh, he has been diagnosed with, I believe stage three mm -hmm. colon cancer. And there's more, there's a more scientific name than that, but, uh, he is undergoing chemo. He's got surgery that's happening this spring. Um, we're mentioning this just because he's been a, him and I will say his family, his mom has been a huge supporter of us. Yeah. Uh, they have been fantastic for us and really been like an open door to help us like get more involved with the Schmodown, be a part of that fan community. Um, we, we talked to him briefly and then we actually met him at Houston last year at the live event. And the second I saw him, like I told you, like, dude, they're Smets, yeah. and we we have to go see him. And, and it was immediately, like, it was like seeing an old an old family yeah. member, an old friend. Yeah, um, guys, kind of a thing. But yeah, uh, it, he's recently he just got married. He just had his uh, had his first child born, 
and now he's having to deal with this this yep. cancer. Um, so he just made the announcement today on uh, SCN Live. So if you guys go over to the Shmoda Entertainment Network, you can I believe they even actually clipped it out. So you can you can check out uh, the clip out of that and kind of hear him talk about it and go into more detail as to what it looks like. Uh, from what he shared, it is a hundred percent beatable. It's we all we all kind of take a step back and kind of put our hands up for a minute because you do that when you hear the word cancer. Cancer is a horrible, ugly disease. It's disgusting and it's just, it's terrible. But in his position with what the doctors are saying, uh, even though it's, it's at stage three, he's saying that the doctors are actually very hopeful because of how that cancer is right now, that it's completely a hundred percent beatable. It's been a very slow growth and they can, they'll be able to take it out you know, fairly easily. I mean, it's still going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight like typically all cancer is. But uh, I don't know if I've met anybody who is more capable of that fight than Kevin Smith, though. Because that man is an intimidating force of a champion within both the trivia ring as well as in life. Just seeing... Uh, I know he's done, like, marathons and stuff. Just seeing... Yeah, he's like, not that tall either, but I mean, <laughs> Really? <laughs> He's <laughs> really shut up. Uh, <laughs> love you, Kevin. Um, anyway, <laughs> shut up. Uh, anyway, he's he's somebody that I would I would say is literally like the definition of a fighter. He is somebody who I believe yeah. absolutely one hundred percent will beat this. Uh, but he is somebody that we we feel a great amount of. Uh, love for and want to support and so uh as of as of this channel as of the Senate fanatics we we completely agree with the hashtag that's out there right now hashtag smash cancer mm. his nickname is the smasher within the schmodown uh he's known to smash his opponents in the trivia ring so that is we're 100 percent in support of him here on this channel the two of us as individuals who know him and have talked to him and have been supported by him for for a while now so that is our our thoughts our prayers our love goes out to smets and his entire family his wife his baby his his mom like literally everybody in out there so yeah uh that being said uh i do want to put it out there we don't have official anything official because (laughs) this was unfortunately being talked about while we're live doing this show um but there there will be something that's coming at some point probably I, I, uh, we have no room to mention anything about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that aside, uh, we completely support uh, Smet. So, yeah. Uh, so those of y'all watching, keep him in your prayers. I mean, this this is gonna be a, a hard battle for him, but I feel like he's gonna be able to pull through this. Yeah. So 100%. he'll one hundred percent. He'll be back. He'll be fighting. Uh, he'll be coming back after that IG belt pretty soon. We all know it. So, yeah. Uh, big love and support out to out the Smets right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, that's gonna do it for tonight. Uh, let's see if we got anything else going on. Nothing else. Doesn't look like it. So, 
Um, again, as we're wrapping this up, make sure y'all are following us, Twitter, Instagram, Cinefanatics MLP. Uh, you do have the Robert Adams MLP. I'm pretty sure he's got the Chris Adams MLP under his name as well. Cause right I can there. see the so same right screen that he can. Yeah. Um, Garth is asking a Willow TV series opinion. Yeah. They announced that there's a Willow TV series and that, uh, Warwick Davis is reprising the role. Really? Interesting. So here's the I thing. have no opinion. Because uh, you've never seen Willow. Pretty sure I haven't. Yeah. Uh, Willow was one of... I feel like it was probably one of the first movies I saw in the theater. I can't remember if it was Willow or... It might have also been uh, Sesame Street's Follow That Bird. <laughs> that might have been the first movie I saw in the theater. But I, I don't re necessarily remember that one. I do remember seeing Willow in the theater. Yeah. Uh, only because there were parts of that movie I don't feel like I was ready for as a young kid. Uh, like, there's a troll that gets, like, split in half and kicked down a bridge and turns into a dragon. I wasn't ready for that that troll to be split in half and crack open and you see its insides and stuff. That's weird stuff. <laughs> By the way, too. I'm going to do a watch-along for The Evil Dead with Andres Gallego over on patreon.com slash cinefanatics at the yeah. $5 tier on up this Saturday. Uh, but I wasn't ready to see blood, guts, and gore as a kid at that point, I feel like. Um, and uh, there was also the part where uh, Mad Mardigan, which is Val Kilmer, uh, he was being turned into a pig. So, like, I wasn't ready to see that yet because the, the special effects, the makeup was fantastic. Yeah. I've seen that image since, and I was like, Dad, that looked really good. So, um... I don't know. Like, I saw Willow once in the theater. I've seen the bits and pieces. Like, I've seen the clip of this troll being cut in half and stuff again. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't like that as a kid. That's laughable. Uh, but I haven't watched the whole movie since then. So I wouldn't say I'm a huge Willow fan. Um, I don't know if I really have an opinion on the TV series because of that. But I do have a connection to Willow. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, so yeah, make sure you follow us all in the social medias as well. Uh, like I just said, patreon.com slash cinefanatics, anything you could throw towards that will help us out. I mean, if all you could do is a dollar, I'm not going to turn down a dollar a month. Throw a dollar, become a part of our Patreon, just a dollar. Cinefanatics um, Patreon, I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, name that movie. Uh, Robocop. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that was the easy one. That's a, that's a two point question right there. Uh, so, uh, hop on there for one dollar. It's it, it, it's great. It helps us out because there's a lot of stuff we're trying to get it's done. Here. Cheaper than a cup of I don't care. <laughs> Not a cup of noodles. <sighs> um, if you need lunch, then go use that dollar for lunch. But I'm 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 going off on a tangent here. Yeah. Uh, so hop on there. We've got this Saturday is the Evil Dead watch along. Woo! Can't talk anymore. On Halloween, we're doing the watch along of... Halloween. Halloween. I'm so looking forward to that. That's not on Patreon, though. You can watch that here on our YouTube channel. We're doing so just public. make sure you subscribe. For this particular video, make sure you like, comment. It helps out our, our interaction with the YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Arrow Al saying you can officially be a fanatic for a dollar a month. That's right. For one dollar a month, we will officially call you a Cine fanatic, and we'll send you our uh, month uh, 
monthly box that is filled with uh, nothing because we're not sending that to you. You're a great salesperson. <laughs> it's a skill I'm working on. Okay. Uh, idea. Make a video promo for the Patreon with Nick Fury recruiting people for the Avengers tier. We're probably going to have Nick Fury recruiting people for higher tiers than that, to be honest. Yeah. There's more a, tiers coming. Yeah, we've got, we've got some higher up tiers that are going to be coming, so we're not stopping at $10. We're shooting for... The moon! Yeah. Hopefully we'll land amongst the stars. So, patreon.com slash if you would like to hop on our uh, million dollar tier, that would be fantastic. That's where you give us a million dollars every month. And, and uh, you can do whatever you want on this channel. <laughs> you you can just do whatever. You, well, I mean, we will send you a camera, and you can put whatever content on this channel you if, want. If you like, if you feel like that, we should start saying like more adult, naughty words. I mean, feel free to. No, do I mean, that. literally, you will have bought the channel. <laughs> you now own the Cinefanatics name. You can put whatever you want on this channel, and we forfeit all rights to it. That's right. We're gonna go back to talking about movies on my old channel, Rad Movies. Now, don't search for that channel. Just forget I said that. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, thank you all for watching. Those of you all in Shmodan chat. Shmodan Replay been... this week. Come back to Shmodan Replay this week. The what? Shmodan Replay. Oh, yeah. This it, thing. Yeah, there you go. The uh, Where we react to Shmodan. Uh, Shmodan Replay this week is going to be the finals of the singles tournament. Ooh. This is going to be fun. Uh, I believe that is going to be Thursday night. So in a couple of nights, we will be doing the Schmodown replay. And then we have our reaction to, uh, it was Shazam versus uh, Corruption. That was the Schmodown throwdown this past Friday. I believe that's going live on Friday. So therefore, we will be posting our reaction to that live match uh it won't be premiered i think we're just gonna we're just gonna post it up just stay on tuned to the channel. channel it'll just so. be thrown up there and you can just watch it whenever you want yeah so yeah uh as garth is saying snyder versus collins on thursday that is coming and it is going to be a fun it's gonna be a good one Schmodown, uh replay it's gonna be a good episode one. so i'm looking forward to that you... anything else nope. you... no nothing else nope. anyways that's gonna do it for tonight so Thank y'all for watching. It's been a fantastic night. We've had a lot of good movie talk tonight as well. So thank y'all for watching. Make sure to check us out on podcasts. We are at wherever you get your podcasts at because he's in charge of that, not me. And I'm in charge of uh, closing out these videos. So go Apple, check those Spotify, out. Google. Those places. All them places. Anyways, thank y'all for watching. Y'all all have a great evening and good night. Later. See ya.